on that show? I'm Amanda Seals. Welcome to Group Chat Thursday on the Amanda Seals Show. It is October 19th, 2023. Um, I have been very much in the trenches of my Instagram trying to educate and speak truth to knowledge about what's going on in Israel and Palestine, which is what I do all the time. But in particular for this week, we've been on that. Just a side note, somebody was like, Amanda... I I appreciate what you're doing, but I just want you to know that, you know, you you can't be serious all the time. Like no one can be. So just feel free to, you know, be your silly self and be able to allow that to exist as well. It's been a week, y'all. Like it's been a week. (laughs) Like I need y'all to like get a grip. It's been a week and we're not even in the actual conflict. It's been a week. So you know, like I have silliness that has it's on reserve. It ain't going nowhere. It'll come back. But right now, it don't really have a lot of space and places to be. And that's fine. I'm okay with it. You be okay with it too. Okay? All right. Let's get into the show. Uh coming up on this group chat Thursday. Uh let me let me let y'all know it's actually evaluate your life day. So <laughs> I will be addressing something like that in our uh, I Be Knowing segment later on in the show. But we're going to discuss what we here at the things I, I mean, at the Amanda Seal show have learned about the genocide happening in Palestine. I think there's been a lot of learning happening this week. And so I just wanted to give space for the squad to speak to, you know, any questions or thoughts that they've had. We're also going to get into our group chat topic of the week, which is to perm or not to perm. And let me tell y'all. I see some of y'all is really like, hey, man, (laughs) I got to live my truth. And my truth is that I got to have this perm. So we're going to get into that. Also, uh, we're going to talk about Mario, who has us all in a tizzy with his declaration that he should be on the R&B Mount Rushmore. And uh, we absolutely vehemently have disagreed all week, but we've also expanded to go from the mountain to the hill, to the valley, to the swamp. So we're going to keep that convo going right here on this group chat Thursday. Remember, we always want to hear from you. So give us a ring, one amanda 8 That's one 855 262-6328. You can chime in on any topics or even share some things you learned this week. All right. We love to hear from that. So make sure you give us a ring. Don't go anywhere. It's time to listen, laugh, and learn and dive into this group chat Thursday right here on the Amanda Seal Show. It's the Amanda Seal Show. Check this out. On man. Thursday, we group chat. It is what everyone's talking about. All right. Welcome back to the Amanda Seals Show. It's Amanda Seals here. And uh, we have got the Amanda Seals Show squad red and ready on this group chat Thursday. I wanted to talk about, um, you know, just I want to hear from you guys about like what you've learned or any curiosities or if you're just like, you know, I just haven't been able to get around to it. But this is a global (laughs) issue that has been like dominating the news cycle, our timelines, our group Mm -hmm. chats. So we brought it to this group chat. Um, So yeah, like, let's just jump in. Like what, I guess my first question is for y'all, like before last week and uh, Hamas's attack on Israel, did you have any interest in any of this or did you have any knowledge of any of it? I knew there was like a conflict in Israel and Palestine, but that's all I knew. Mm -hmm. Like I know there is, but I think in the same way we know, like, there's, like, a civil war in Sudan. Like, there's always something right. happening around the world. But that mm-hmm. was, like, my baseline knowledge of it. And I have to be honest. So when I started hearing about it and it was plastered all over the news, personally, I didn't understand what was going on. And so I wanted to turn the other way. But it was Miss Amanda Seals and the Amanda Seals show <laughs> that started showing me you know, what the importance Holding of Holding your it. face to the light. <laughs> yeah, because I'm like, this is all over the news, wall to wall, you know. So I think it's easy if you don't really understand or engage or ask questions to look the other way because you feel like, well, that's way over there and how does that affect me? There's also so mm-hmm. much going on here. Like, we don't even have right. a speaker of the house. <laughs> so it's easy True. to just be like, I don't even have the capacity for, for that because look at this. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, me for me, it was. Um, I remember this topic from 11th grade AP history class, and I was like, Damn, they still had it over there. Like, wait, wait, wait. The flex, did you hear the AP right. flex? Did you oh, hear it? You know, a little, a little <laughs> something, you know. <laughs> I didn't get the credit in college, but I was there. <laughs> uh, yeah, I've always heard Free Palestine, but I never knew the nuances of it. 
Uh, but I do appreciate the accountability, Amanda, because it is easy to just be like, that ain't my battle. You know, we worried about student loans over here. How does it affect me? But what I did learn this week is that it's okay to care about other people's struggle. And there's also no excuse to not know, not in 2023. So I easily Google YouTube and there were two minute explanations, three minute explanations that really did give me some context. And I'm like, all right, I'm, I'm in there now. I'm, I'm tuned in. I love that because I think... Um when you, when you bring up the YouTube element, it's like the information is so available at this point mm-hmm. and people mm-hmm. have thoughtfully created information, right? People have thoughtfully mm-hmm. been like, I know you only got 10 minutes, so here you go, right? Mm-hmm. Or here's a three, mm-hmm. here, I know you only got three minutes, so let me break it down. And then that piques your curiosity, right? And you can be like, okay, let me get into it. But when we get back, I want to speak more to when you said um, that it's okay to care about other people because mm-hmm. it's really kind of wild how that's not really like pushed in our society. Like, so I want to get into that when we get back. We keep it right here at the Amanda Seal Show. If you're feeling like how we've been feeling, if you have thoughts, please give us a call. 1-855-AMANDA-8. That's 1-855-262-6328. We'll be right back to the Amanda Seal Show on a group chat Thursday. The Amanda Seal Show. We up, we up, we up. Welcome back, y'all. This is the Amanda Seal Show is here on a group chat Thursday. And if you've been paying attention or even if you haven't been paying attention, it's definitely like been invading your life. Uh, there's a whole genocide happening currently in Palestine. And it started, mm-hmm. uh, I mean, listen, it started decades ago, but the recent explosion of um, violence has been really um making waves in ways that I think a lot of people aren't used to, right? Like you would hear about Mm -hmm. this maybe as like a headline and then it would move on, but Mm -hmm. people are really like diving in now to say, wait, 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 wait. We can't let this go on. We can't let this go on. And people are getting a lot more involved with the, the full truth of the facts and breaking down, you know, certain propaganda, propaganda machines, et cetera. So I wanted to talk to my squad here at the Amanda Seal show about what they've learned this week. And, uh, you know, one of the things that Rita just mentioned was, you know, that she learned, like, you can care about other people, even if it doesn't affect you. And I know that some people mm-hmm. might be like, well, obviously, but no, that's that's not what we've been taught recently. Mm-hmm. I feel like we have definitely been encouraged to be selfish. Oh, yeah. I mean, even even me being LGBTQIA plus, like, I'm always being asked, well, is it harder being black or gay? So now it's like, oh, I have to dismiss one struggle to pay attention to another. And it's like, mm-hmm. I can care about both <laughs> at the same time. You know what I mean? Like, there's just a level of humanity that's that seems absent when you look at these numbers the amount of people that are being killed mm-hmm. like as a human i care you know what i mean mm-hmm. it's hard and to I, watch when you think about thousands of people hundreds and thousands of people losing their lives you know wrong is wrong right is right but when you see just all this destruction you gotta be you have to have a little bit of humility to care about the people who are being harmed the most and to be able to see it on social media, like we've never been able to until recent right. times to be able to see that in real time. Like this looks crazy out here. Right. You said something important, Amanda, too. I think part of it is the language in which we like talk about it. So like even you referring to it as a genocide that's happening versus you look at like just the media, the way it's 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 talked mm-hmm. about that language, I think, informs how we how we approach it. Because if you don't know anything about the situation, you just know there's a conflict, there's a war, like there's things happening. So you're looking at it through that lens versus reframing it with certain word choices like, oh, so this is what's happening. And it gives a different context or even a different feeling to how you're engaging with the story, I think. Well, it's the same way that we talked about yesterday, how in Richmond, Virginia, you have a politician that's trying to change the word ban to compromise Mm -hmm. in referring to abortion ban when it's like, Mm -hmm. no, it's a ban. Like you're just trying Mm -hmm. to soften the word to try and hoodwink people. Right. Mm -hmm. And so when we see like. Israelis that have lost their lives referred to as being killed, but we refer to Palestinians as they died, right? Mm-hmm. Like even mm-hmm. something that small really does play in your mind, beca- play with your mind because it suggests that one is an aggressor and one is passive, mm-hmm. right? And mm-hmm. so like those little nuances about the way that we look at things, like even the fact that there are people who are literally losing their jobs, losing their deals, losing their livelihoods for just calling it a genocide. Mm-hmm. because there is a machine that is saying that, no, it's not fair to do that. There are people who are suggesting that what has been taking place in Gaza and the West Bank has not been apartheid, but it is apartheid. And we can see that like quantifiably. So I, I really, you're right. Like the language of things is also requires us to be media literate, 
Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. So media literate mm-hmm. means you're able to watch media and not simply just take it as bar none. Like so mm-hmm. many of these people watching Fox News believe everything that Fox News is telling them. Even when Fox News lost a whole billions, bajillions dollar case <laughs> for lying, they're still right. like, nah, but I'm gonna yeah. stick by him. Right. <laughs> right. Well, it also makes me think when you say genocide in Palestine and then you think about our president. Biden going to Israel and you think about our ally being Israel, it makes you really think about the dynamic there. You know, when you have an ally that is on one particular side, whether it's, you know, so it makes you think about where we are as a country, you know, when we when our ally is Israel. Let me make sure I understand what you're saying. You're like, well, they doing a genocide and then our people is like, that's cool. Then what does that mean for them when they come back home? Right. What does that mean for us when they come right. back home? For us, yes. Yeah, I think it's it's like we we have to think independently because as Americans, our tendency is just to adopt whatever the president says. If the president says we're backing Israel, everybody assumes that that's what we're supposed to do. Like mm-hmm. nobody is going the extra mile to see. Oh well, okay. Let me just not consider this at face value. Like what is what is beyond the surface. And that just takes a little more effort. Well, when we get back, I would love to just hear anything that you feel like you discovered when you looked beyond the surface uh, right here at the Amanda Seals Show. It's been so great to see so many of y'all in my DMs saying that you you know, are learning and that you're like actually like getting engaged because if you're going to do that for over there, then you can get on the good foot doing it over here. We'll be right back. The Amanda Seals Show. We up, we up, we up. Welcome, y'all. This is the Amanda Seal Show. Happy Group Chat Thursday. We are in the thick of it talking about what's going on with the Israel-Palestine conflict. Um, you know, what's been really exciting in this dark, 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 dark time is just people's curiosity starting to open up mm-hmm. about, like, educating themselves, mm-hmm. right? Because that's, that's a, that is a muscle that America has effectively atrophied, right? Mm-hmm. Like everybody got Pelotons for, for, <laughs> for I'm everybody in quotes, but like, you know what I'm saying? Like during the pandemic, everyone was like, I'm going to work out. But I feel like right. not enough of us were like, let me actually think though. Mm-hmm. Let me actually like start like working my mind out though. So I'd love to hear about anything that you guys in, in your new effort to just try to get a better handle on this, like uh, something that you learned this week. I know we do things I learned this week on Friday, but something that you learned this week that you hadn't, that you didn't know before. I learned about the power of propaganda, like how they could put out Mm. one type of agenda and how masses will follow whatever type of wave they personally align to. But at the end of the day, have you really looked at the other side to see whether this is propaganda based and someone's lying? Mm. Like I know it was a case of one of the hospitals getting bombed and they were saying that, you know, the uh, Hamas did it when it turned out to be the Israelis that did it. So what other type of propaganda had they put out there to have you feel one type of way against one type of party or vice versa? So, yeah, that's what I learned. Which as black folks, I feel like we can relate to, right? I feel like that's why black people are always skeptical about things anyway, because we can relate to that so heavy and it's a gift and a curse sometimes because somebody can Mm -hmm. really be warning you about something that's going on and you're skeptical Mm -hmm. about it and then at the other hand, somebody could be ignoring something that's really serious and you're still skeptical about it, so... I mean, look how many times we've heard the story. He pulled a gun. He was attacking me. I felt I feared for my life. And then we see the body cam footage. And it's like, that's actually not what took place at all. At all. Mm -hmm. So that's what I learned. For me, I learned. Well, yesterday before the show, Amanda gave us like a whole (laughs) history lesson about just just like the geography of like Israel and how everything kind of came to be. But even beyond this, like more personal, as I was like just reading the stories and things like that, I realized I have anxiety around war. And I'm like, why am I feeling like anxious like reading this? And I realized Mm. I grew up like literally when America was at war across with like Afghanistan and Iraq. And I remember like watching on the news like every day, like there was like a terror alert. I don't know if you remember that. It was like America's at this level. Oh, threat level orange, threat level red. And that gave me so much anxiety as a kid. So like reading this stuff, like kind of like triggered that I didn't realize I even had that. I'm like, oh, that's why I feel like weird in my body. It's like I'm reading about these attacks that are happening in the Middle East and like these people that are dying. Outside of just like, it feels like sad and it feels unfortunate, but like really like in my body, I'm like, oh, because this kind of feels similar to something that's occurred in our country with terror attacks and how we, how we approached it and the misinformation that we kind of got about it from our side. So all those mm-hmm. things kind of replay. Well, not brain. even kind of got, I mean, they have now officially said like, well, yeah. yeah, that whole Iraq thing, that was bogus. Right, right. No yeah. weapons. 
Amanda, when you shared about your sister's grandfather and that that really that really touched me because it it I don't want to say it humanized it for me, but sometimes if you feel so disconnected, then it connected it you connected the dots for me because the the generations that hasn't that didn't happen that long ago. And it's do you mind sharing really quickly what you shared with us? Yes. And you can also share it on. The, you can also listen to this on the podcast. Uh, small doses. We did a what we call a small doses refill where we just re-released the episode of my sister and I talking about side effects of Palestine because her mother is Palestinian. And uh, she shares in the episode about how her grandfather's house was taken during the Nekba in 1948 and taken violently um and you know that there was actual like death that associated with this and that is not you know we're not talking about great 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 grandparents we're not talking about the 1800s right. like this was the other day mm-hmm. 1947 is when my mother was born and this happened in 48 and am i right in saying this too that former president jimmy carter and our current president joe biden are on two separate sides Yes, and I'm about to post that video today. Okay. <laughs> Jimmy Carter wrote a whole book about this where he okay, ardently Jimmy. opposes apartheid in Palestine. Yeah, it just made me think about the racial factor of it, you know, because just in reading, like, their land was taken and folks were killed. And then you think about, you know, Native Americans and then you think about mm-hmm. Black people. It's like, this mm-hmm. is not that many degrees of separation. And when we think about foreign affairs, we're like, oh, this is too complex for me to grasp. And it's like, no, nah, like it's the same thing that's been happening historically. It's just in a different space. But I was listening to Trevor Noah talk about this two years ago. And also, yeah. I did not know that this had been ongoing, like just this long, long beef for all these decades. And it's just been so much carnage. But when he was talking about Israel and how basically impenetrable their defense is, you know, that the Palestinians don't even really have a a chance when it comes to fighting them. If you are in a fight where the other person cannot beat you, meaning Palestinians, how hard should you try to retaliate, meaning Israel, if they try to hurt you? And so it's just like a conversation to be had about about power and the responsibility of your power. And yeah, I was just able to, you know, compare it to to black folks and things that we're going through. There's not a lot of degrees of separation as it pertains to oppression. Mm -hmm. So I hope that, you know, for y'all out there listening that, um, that you follow suit and, you know, just, and just encourage yourselves to, to expand your minds because that is honestly, not just on this topic, but in general, when you expand your mind, you elevate your vibration and that's what we need to be doing as a world. So, you know, thank y'all for joining in the convo on this particular topic. Cause I know sometimes it can feel a little, a little fearful to do so, but we over here at the Amanda Seals show, we are squad up. Okay. Let's go. All right. <laughs> Jeremiah is most likely to, when we get back, keep it locked. The Amanda Seal Show. We up, we up, we up. McDonald's is not new to chicken. So maybe stop questioning that chicken cred and get your hands on the McCrispy. Juicy fried chicken, buttery bun, unmatched pickle to chicken ratio. Yeah, they know what they're doing. In fact, we can honestly say they're not new to chicken. They're true to chicken. The McCrispy. Only at McDonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. All right, y'all. It's the Amanda Seals Show. I'm Amanda Seals here, and it is time to take it to the school because Jeremiah, like the Bible, is going to give you all his Seals Show superlative with most likely to. All right, class. Today's Seals Show superlative is most likely to keep it simple, stupid. K-I-S-S. <laughs> And it is going to none other than Ice Spice. You're like, what did Ice Spice do? Well, Ice Spice, in a recent, um, you know, she recently was on Saturday Night Live with Pete Davidson. You know, she gave y'all a little show. But in her recent complex interview, she said this, I wouldn't consider myself a lyricist. Obviously, lyrics go into music, and I do think about them. But my music does have bars. She says she just keeps them super simple. She continues to say this, she keeps them simple on purpose because I want them to be digestible. I don't want them to fly over people's heads. So, you know, Ice Spice is known for her very, like, quick, punchy um, bar, so to speak. So people have have compared her to Dr. Seuss of sorts, you know. Oh, Red my gosh. fish, blue fish, one fish, two fish. And you know what? I understand what Ice Spice is saying. You know, in this era of music, 
people not even listen to the words. Some folks don't even can't even digest um, that level of lyricism. But I think everyone having this mindset is what's keeping rap music from advancing. And I think you, Amanda, as a hip hop head, can appreciate this. Like someone like me, I like I like. Um, I'm an R&B person, but when I listen to rap, I love the rap songs where I'm like, oh, wait, what you just say? And I got to rewind it. Like, oh, it's very clever. Or it's just very witty. It's very, um, it's like, oh, you really sit sit down and wrote this. You really thought outside the box. Hot bars. Hot bars. And a lot of these bars need to be warmed up. They in the microwave. Put it on. (laughs) Mild bars. Reheat the oven to 350 because they're a little low. So I feel like this mind state really has to like really change. You know, I like Ice Spice. I like what she represents in the music as far as like fun, poppy music. But artists that's out here, get in the studio. Put your pens to the paper. Open a dictionary. A thesaurus. Hip hop needs you. What Juicy J said, y'all down 40%. (laughs) And this is why. (laughs) Get in the game, y'all. Get in the game. All right. Would you consider That's Ice our... Spice lyricist, Amanda? Would I consider Ice Spice a lyricist? If Ice Spice doesn't even consider herself a lyricist, my opinion is irrelevant. <laughs> and that's what I have to say about that. All right. Keep it right here the Amanda Seal Show. We'll be right back with more Group Chat Thursday. The Amanda Seal Show. We up, we up, we up. We We're getting closer and closer to the weekend. I can already smell the pine saw and fabuloso. That's if <laughs> people still clean up to classic R&B on the weekends. Okay. That is only if y'all do that. We actually are going to talk about some R&B later on in the show because it's group chat Thursday, y'all. Happy mm-hmm. birthday if today is your birthday. Happy birthday to Evander Holyfield. Also, happy birthday to his ear. I will <laughs> never lose the image of that in my mind of Mike Tyson just... <laughs> We knew then, like, oh, he on he on something different. Okay, he on something different. Also, happy birthday to Little Dirk. <laughs> Quick, y'all, name three songs by Little Dirk. Mm, yeah. My life. <laughs> um, um, I got um, nothing. My life. I know he has my life. <laughs> Not my uh, Little Dirk. Um, Back that thing oh, up. There, uh, there it is. So, it's so many. When even the DJ, when even the DJ, who is a practicing DJ, is like, I got one, I got one. It's like they All popular right. while they popular, then they done after that. And they're done. That's that's 100%. what Little Bow Wow was talking about yesterday. You know that the songs aren't lasting. All right, so we uh, we happy birthday to Little Dirt. Get in the studio. All right, coming up this hour, we will get into our group chat of the week. The perm or not to perm? The FDA wants to ban hair strengthening products like hair relaxers, y'all. And we want to know what you think about that. So we're going to go to the phone lines, okay? Keep it like the Amanda Seal Show. Remember, if you miss any of the show, you can check it out wherever you get your podcasts. And also, if you haven't checked out my political comedy documentary, In Amanda We Trust, you can get it online at inamandawetrust.com. Support your girl. I did it out of my pocket. But you can also come and see a screening. If you're in Los Angeles on November 19th, make it your business to come out 7 p.m. to the Hollywood Improv. I'll be there. I'm doing pri- trivia. I'll be giving away free stuff. We're going to screen the documentary and then we're going to do a Q&A. All in the name of us getting on the same page about being about change and really getting civics to be a part of our culture. So I'm hoping that y'all will be there and not be square. Okay, it's time to listen, laugh, and learn. It's the Amanda Seals Show. We'll be right back. It's the Amanda Seals Show. Check this out. On Thursday, we group chat. It is what everyone's talking about. Hey, y'all. Happy Thursday. It's the Amanda Seals Show. It's your girl, Amanda Seals. And we are in the thick of things here on Group Chat Thursday. Now, our group chat topic of the week was about perms. Okay. The FDA, the Federal Drug Administration, is proposing a ban on hair strengthening products due to their link to health issues. Now, the proposed rule would specifically ban straightening products 
that contain formaldehyde and formaldehyde releasing chemicals, which scientists have associated with issues like ovarian and breast cancers. Now, lawmakers, Representative Ayanna Presley and Chantel Brown, called the proposal a win for public health um, Mm -hmm. as it significantly impacts the health of black women. I wanted to bring on, uh, you know, uh, Rita and and TJ to talk about this because now y'all are permalations. Y'all were a part of the perm... (laughs) the permalation movement, right? Do you yeah. feel like just perms were a part of your culture? Was it just a part of your practice? And what changed it, if anything, that had you stop getting perms? I got tired of getting burnt and having sores. Cause you know, you oh. had to leave a perm in long enough for it to work. And so after so long, you have it in too long cause you're trying to get your hair straight. And then I would literally get sores. I had a lot of dandruff. My hair was the least healthy when it was permed. And then, you know, when I was married to a man, he wanted my hair to be permed instead of natural. So there's another cultural thing. Yeah. Yeah. What? That happened. Yeah. Yeah. When I was married to a man, that was his, like, I went natural. Sharita, we we just learned this in real time. Yeah. I didn't know. (laughs) Yeah. But uh, that was not my ministry. So here we are. <laughs> I'm so happy you get to be with a woman and not have to get perms. <laughs> Me too. <laughs> Me too. But my Man, hair was an epitome of not my ministry. But it, it just wasn't healthy, you know. And and now I do have fibroids, and I'm wondering is that connected mm. to all those years that I had a relaxer? Mm. Was it you that said that someone had actually told you that though? Oh yeah, a white doctor when I went to go get diagnosed with my fibroids she was like oh you know that's a that's a black woman thing and she didn't give much context to it but yeah the the relaxers is directly connected to fibroids and uterine cancer crispus addicts what about you tj how how connected or disconnected are you from the creamy crack at this stage in your life oh i I was addicted for a long time started off with a jerry curl i will admit that i was in the jerry curl i didn't know i didn't know (laughs) what juice is wet too so it was good but i I was letting it glow too but then then i graduated from there to the relaxers long story short i've had a hair catastrophe and that is when i went natural i went to to get a color treatment done and I told her I wanted a rinse that's what I was paying for she put permanent color in my hair and my hair came out like Tina Turner in the shampoo bowl at the <laughs> salon and I mean like touch my hair hair in no. the hand and it was traumatic and from there I should have sued the woman and I didn't because mentally I just didn't have the capacity to do it I just needed my hair uh, from there I had to do a big chop I wasn't ready for that mentally. I never wanted to go natural, but I was forced into going natural because once I did the big chop, I needed to, I found a stylist to help my, help me grow my hair. And then that's when I got introduced to wigs. And so, um, I kind of got it. Y'all need to know that she she ran her hair, ran her hand down her her tresses <laughs> when she said but, that. So you know what? And I'll say I'll say this really quickly. In the process of going through that, I realized that I really my definition of beauty was not in my natural hair. So mm. I did have a stylist that was so great that he told me, look in the mirror every day at your natural hair. Just stand there and look through the tears and all of it because. I never thought mm. it was a beautiful thing. But then you I had see, to tell myself, man oh man, it was mm-hmm. it was really, really bad. And going through this during George Floyd and Black Lives Matter is when I was going through it. And oh, that was oh. the perfect time. Oh, wow. That was oh. the perfect time for me because I was like, power to the people. Look at my afro. <laughs> <laughs> and I couldn't my get my hair you. done. It was it was that. It was that. I was BLM, like Black Lives Matter. Look at my afro. And but I'm I'm laughing about it now, but it was a growing thing. And I remember praying, even asking God to allow me to see myself like he saw me, because he said I was beautifully and wonderfully made. So I am there now. I still wear wigs, well, but I do love my natural hair as well. <laughs> One day we're gonna see TJ come up on here with the twist out. We're gonna be like, hey! <laughs> We're in a new place. We're in a new place. So when we get back, we got some calls, right? Y'all got some thoughts about this. So we're going to get into it here at the Amanda Seal Show on Group Chat Thursday. The Amanda Seal Show. We up, we up, we up. McDonald's is not new to chicken. 
So maybe stop questioning that chicken cred and get your hands on the McCrispy. Juicy fried chicken, buttery bun, unmatched pickle to chicken ratio. Yeah, they know what they're doing. In fact, we can honestly say they're not new to chicken. They're true to chicken. The McCrispy. Only at McDonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. The Amanda Seals Show. I'm Amanda Seals. Today is Group Chat Thursday, and our Group Chat topic of the week is to perm or not to perm. Our phone lines mm-hmm. are open 1 855 Amanda 8. That's 1 855 262 6328. Let's head up the phone lines. Who's on the call? Hey, y'all. I'm calling in talking about the creamy crack. Um, I grew up getting relaxers. Uh, my mom started relaxing my hair when I was a little kid before I even really had a say in the matter. Mm. And I kept on getting them until I was maybe like 25 or so, 24, 25. Shout out to COVID. The one good thing about COVID is it allowed me to transition like in a hot mess in the comfort of my own home for the most part. <laughs> right. Um, didn't really have to go outside for 10 years. Um but I don't know. I think we should just leave people alone and let them do what they want. I'm really glad that I transitioned, but I'm not going to lie. My hair is a lot more high maintenance now. Um, and I know some folks, you know, their hair, even after the Crown Act, is deemed unprofessional. And mm-hmm. I know I certainly get looked at different when my hair is natural versus if I press it. Um, I know that women get, you know, harassed, made fun of for wearing wigs, but then you know, you get made fun of or you get told you're not, you know, you're just doing too much if you relax your hair. I don't know. I just think we need to let black women be. Our hair is already so political. If you want to relax your edges, make your life a little bit easy, go crazy, do you. Um, but just leave people alone and, and let black women live. Let Leave people alone and let black women live. Can we get on some shirts? Can we get on some shirts? Some merch. Uh, let's get another call. Now, um, if they gonna ban perms, y'all need to have this crown act and full effect. Stop messing with mm-hmm. these kids. Come on, they dreadlocks. It don't make sense. If y'all gonna stop the perms, let people wear their hair how they want to wear it, and leave these people alone. Let us be. Like, it shouldn't be this much. I agree. Had that law in place everywhere, <laughs> Had all over the country. Place. Yeah, like why? Why we even got to have a crown neck? That's frustrating. It's honestly like it's literally coming out of your scalp. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like it's it's actually coming out of your scalp, and I just can't even. It's 2023, and there's a child that is now apparently facing disciplinary action for the hair coming out of his scalp. Mm-hmm. Unbelievable. But well, we got more thoughts on the perm, not to perm, coming from y'all because this is a real topic that Black women are dealing with. So we're gonna get into it. I hope, I hope a man calls us up because you know <laughs> that's the whole thing too. Y'all be trying to really enforce the perm on folks. Look at what Rita said. If you missed it, you got to check it out wherever you get your podcasts. All right, <laughs> we'll be right back. The Amanda Steele Show. We'll keep the combo going. The Amanda Steele Show. We up, we up, we up. Welcome back, y'all. This is the Amanda Seals Show. It's your girl, Amanda Seals. And uh, we are here on the group chat topic of the week. Uh, To perm or not to perm, the FDA is proposing a ban on hair straightening products due to their link to health issues. Okay. Mm -hmm. And of course, black women specifically, we suffer from fibroids and there's got it. There's there's like a connection to that. Uh, But we asked y'all to call us up and tell us your perm stories. Who's on the line? Yeah. Get away from relaxers. You know why? Because when you grew up, if you grew up like I grew up, your mama put a straightening comb on your head. Get a press, not a perm. It's all natural. And you ain't got to worry about the chemicals. I asked for a brother and I got a brother. (laughs) And he was on the right side. Okay, let me not say the right side or the wrong side. Um, But isn't that just as damaging? Yes, in certain, well, it depends. You know, it depends on how often you're putting the heat on your hair and like, are you Mm. protecting your hair? Are you oiling your Mm. scalp? Like, are you putting heat protector? Um, Because the hot comb is the hottest hot of all hot, hottery. (laughs) Infernal. That's thing. The sizzle and the smell. You can hear it. You can hear your hair burning. With the grease. (laughs) I mean, I had a hair like catastrophe, like uh, uh, TJ mentioned in the last break. I had a hair catastrophe when I did a, a show here out in L.A. and sis um, pressed my hair 
with a, a flat iron and it was so hot that it changed the molecular structure of my hair Ooh. and took the curls out. Ooh. And um, and it was just, it's so crazy how how traumatic it is. <laughs> like, you know, you might think like when you're not in that situation, like, I mean, it's just hair, but child, mm-hmm. it really is like, it's like, wait, but this is not what I, this is, I don't know me. I don't know me. <laughs> Um, I flew all the way to New York to have Dickie from Hair Rules to help me try and get my 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 life together. And oh, that's, that's I had a beach wave. I had a beach wave for a year. Like I looked very mixed for a year. Um, <laughs> let's go. To, let's go to the phone lines. Okay, you said call girl calling about this term situation. I'm a curly head girl. And didn't even realize how curly my hair was until my mama permed my hair at 12. <laughs> Catch it. I was a grown asshole woman when I uh, decided to go natural. And then my daughter at 29, she's had beautiful curly hair her whole life. <laughs> when I went natural, everyone was like, wait, you have curly hair? I'm like, yeah, I guess I do. <laughs> anyway, see. Shane, you know. Discoveries, <laughs> self discoveries. You know, I think the other thing too is that um, people don't understand how many variances of black hair there are, right? Mm-hmm. Like some black women have naturally straight black hair, and they're like, mm-hmm. "Oh, you must have any in your family." It's like <laughs> it's it's honest. It's also biology. Like my hair is just what it is, you know. So, right. oh man, but uh, this topic right here. The creamy crack. I've seen so many people like burn their whole edges off of their head, mm. off of just getting perms and perms and painful. perms and perms. It is painful. Um, but we're gonna get more. We're gonna have more calls when we get back. This is our group chat topic of the week right here on the Amanda Seal Show. The Amanda Seal Show. We up. We up. We up. Welcome back, y'all. This is the Amanda Seal Show. I'm Amanda Seals. We are in the thick of our group chat topic of the week to perm or not to perm, the FDA said that they are going to ban perming perms and relaxers because they said that the chemicals in it, the formaldehyde is just doing Mm. too much. And it is very painful that people, not painful, but it is very harmful to people, Um, Mm. which, you know, water is also wet. So (laughs) there's that. We got some people on the phone lines. Uh, What's up? So my perm story, this is Kaya. I'm calling from Houston. Um, I never really got perms frequently. I only would do them probably twice a year. And so when I started getting blowouts, that's when I started really not getting them because I was like, oh, I can wear my hair straight or pressed without getting a perm. So I just said it's unnecessary to put chemicals. And then I did wear my hair in a fade for a long time. And then I eventually grew my hair back and I just stayed off the perms because I just felt like I still wanted the versatility of wearing my hair curly and then wearing it straight when I felt like it. So that's that. That was her journey, y'all. I love a hair journey. You know, the thing about it, too, is that you really can't um, you can't front on the versatility of black hair. Right. And Mm -hmm. I feel like the perm just like does the it's it's like such an injustice Mm -hmm. (laughs) because Mm -hmm. it takes that away. Like my hair can do so many things. Um, and I have seen sisters who in one tutorial are giving you eight looks. They like, here's a Bantu knot, <laughs> here's a twist out, here's a box braid, here's a French roll, you know, like right. and, and 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 here's a cornrow, here's a here's a kinky, here's a loose kinky, you know what I'm saying? Like <laughs> we we here's a pin curl. Here's a pin curl. Mm-hmm. Let's do all curl. of it. A finger wave. Let's do all of it. Love your hair. Love your hair. TJ, can you come back and just tell us one more time what your hairstylist told you when you went natural, what he told you to do? He told me to look at myself in the mirror every day, even through the tears, and just stand there and look at myself and embrace myself and tell myself that I was beautiful. Mm. You hear that, y'all? You is smart. You is kind. <laughs> you is important. important. Mm-hmm. All that natural. I love it. (laughs) When we get back, we got more group chat Thursday. Mario told himself that too many times. And then he convinced himself that he was supposed to be on the (laughs) R&B Round Rushmore. And so we here at the Amanda Seals Show, we have um, properly contextualized that for him. And we also now have been doing that all week. And now we've landed on the plateaus and the hills. And we're about to talk about who's going to be in the valley. 
and the swamp. Okay. So we're going to wrap up our conversation around the R&B Mount Rushmore when we get back right here at the Amanda Seal Show. The Amanda Seal Show. We up, we up, we up. We ain't nobody's fool. No. We shaking up the system. Rewrite unwritten rules. Oh, we speak the world on this up. We shine and rise. We up, we up, we up. The Amanda Seal Show. Seal said it, y'all. We up, we up, we up. Yes, y'all see Amanda Seal Show. I'm Amanda Seals. It is Thursday, October 19th, and it was on this day in 1960 that Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. And mm. 52 other people were arrested in Atlanta at a sit-in. Together, they refused to leave their seats at segregated department stores and lunch counters. Under Jim Crow apartheid laws and customs in Atlanta at the time, black and white people were required to use separate water fountains, bathrooms, ticket booths, and other public spaces. I think a lot of people don't understand the context of this too, though. The reason why that they were doing this, it wasn't simply just because like, nah, y'all not going to keep us out. It was because by constitutional right, they should have been able to sit at these lunch counters. Mm -hmm. Once Mm -hmm. slavery was done and there was an Emancipation Proclamation, we were given the 13th, the 14th, and the 15th Amendments. And within Mm -hmm. them, it said that you, as a black person, are a citizen of America and thus you have unalienable rights. But it was the actual Supreme Court who said, well, yeah, the Constitution says that, but we can't say what the states say. (laughs) Which is bonkers. Which is bonkers. And that's why when you see folks saying, like, it's about states' rights now, that Mm -hmm. is a dog whistle, meaning Mm -hmm. it's code for getting America set up again to where states can create Mm -hmm. laws like segregation, Mm -hmm. discrimination, and oppression without Mm -hmm. being held and beholden to a higher court. So just keep that in mind, all right? Still to come this hour, we're going to talk about the artists that we have listed on our R&B Mount Rushmore, but then, you know, everybody can't make it on the mountain. So we expanded it, okay? We expanded it. Also, we're going to get into um, who's in the swamps and the valleys. We might be a little petty for doing this, but, you know, a little petty ain't hurt nobody. Uh, We're also going to say who got next, right? Like, there are R&B singers that we feel like are going to eventually make it to the mountain, Mm-hmm. Um, they just, you know, they just still need to develop a little more. But we we see it. We see the potential. Now, don't forget, if you miss any of the show, you can listen wherever you get your podcasts. You can also listen to uh, my podcast, Small Doses. Latest episode is a replay of Side Effects of Palestine. I had my sister Netta on a year and a half ago to talk about Palestine. It's a really timely uh, episode of to provide some conversation and some context for, I know, a lot of folks that are finding out about Palestine and and the genocide that is taking place right now. So make sure you check that out wherever you get your podcasts, all right? Now, uh, when we get back, we're going to get into this R&B Rushmore thing here at the Amanda Seal Show. McDonald's is not new to chicken. So maybe stop questioning that chicken cred and get your hands on the McCrispy. Juicy fried chicken, buttery bun, unmatched pickle to chicken ratio. Yeah, they know what they're doing. In fact, we can honestly say they're not new to chicken. They're true to chicken. The McCrispy. Only at McDonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. All right, welcome back to the Amanda Seals Show. It's Amanda Seals here. We've got the, the Amanda Seals Show crew on the, on the line. And, uh, okay, this is a group effort, all right? Mario done, done really just revved us up. And I want to remind everybody that we have been talking about this whole, like, R&B Mount Rushmore situation. We mm-hmm. are only talking about solo artists. We're not talking about groups, so you're not going to hear Jodeci or Drew Hill or uh, B2K. You're not going to hear none of that, okay? It's going to be all solo artists. Now, just to give you all a little recap we decided that our R&B Mount Rushmore would be Michael Jackson mm-hmm. uh, but actually we said Michael Jackson and Prince are kind of like ethereal you know if they want to be there they're there if they want to not be because mm-hmm. they're kind of like they, they're they cross genre they're everywhere okay? yeah 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 they're, they they're everything. but we definitely said Whitney Houston we definitely said Ursher. Uh, we also said Luther Vandross and am I missing anybody Mary J. With Mary J. Blair. Mary, Mary J. Blair. We did. Yes. I thought Beyonce was up there too. Did you say Beyonce? I do not I, think we put Beyonce on it. I thought we said mm. she was like pop. Did we not say that? I thought we said yeah that. because she's more in the pop realm. Same like Janet Jackson. Okay. 
And did we mention Bobby Brown? We have a problem saying that. I'm just letting you know. We're going to have a problem. Well, I think that's the kind of thing where it's like Janet Jackson, Beyonce, like I don't think of them as R&B artists. I think they have R&B songs, mm-hmm. but I feel like they're broader than that. Like the bees like, buzzing. Him buzzing. I hear you antagonizing them. That's actually what I hear. That's what I hear. I hear you kicking the nest. I'm poking the beehive. Yeah, cut it out. This man is over here trying to put me on shade room. Please stop. I, I will Please. say that Beyonce is a better singer than Janet Jackson, though. Oh, by far. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I will say this, though. I did hear a Janet performance where the mic was on and she was singing I Get So Lonely. And I was like, oh, yeah. Okay. She ate that one up, man. Did she? Yes, and it was like an acoustic uh, performance. Yeah, Mm -hmm. she ate it up. Now, we then went down to the hill, okay? And we said, now, these people may not be on the mountain, but they do belong on the hill. I said Joe, Mm -hmm. and I also suggested um, Keith Sweat, and apparently Mm -hmm. I was drawing compared, I mean, uh, 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 sorry, I was drawing apparently uh, based on the uh, commentary of DJ Supreme. In this drawing, to shout to Philly. (laughs) You didn't say John. No, I said you was drawing in this John. Oh. Come on now. We, we, we in the 215 heavy over here. I got a yes, memorial yes, tag, but don't get it twisted. I was in this John. But we also said that Aaliyah should be on the hill. Mm-hmm. Um, yep. And we also named, I'm Jasmine. forgetting somebody, Jasmine Sullivan to the hill. Yes, we did. Yes, we did. I also named Bobby Brown to the hill. Mm-hmm. Okay. Whitney Houston once said he was the king of R&B. I don't see how he doesn't make it to the hill. So now let's step down to the plateau. Okay. okay. Who we got in the plateau? Does Mario make it to the plateau finally? <laughs> I think so. The plateau to me is like people who have obviously vocal talent and skills or they've had impact in music, but it's not like enough to really... <laughs> like we know, we know enough of their songs to play on the radio. Mm. So you still think I there how are we put Mario and Chris Brown in the same category? I know that's exactly oh, what yeah. I was going yeah, to say. Yeah, Mario. No way. No way. Okay, so Chris Brown gets bumped to the hill. He'd be on the hill. I think Chris I Brown. I don't know. On the hill. Okay. Okay, well, Chris Brown be I don't on the know hill. Either. All right. I'm in agreement with you though, Amanda. I don't know if he belongs on the hill. I think all this whole conversation is age and perspective based because that could I definitely be think for someone under the age of 35, Chris Brown is on that hill. Maybe the plateau. But is that realistic? That is though? true. But this is called the Amanda Seal Show and I am 42. Because <laughs> <laughs> there is something very real about the fact that I remember the, the Rock With You video. And I know some of y'all listening are like, Rock With Who? But Mm. you put Life Jennings on the plateau. How? Because again, I think it's that era. Just like people. (laughs) There's no way that Life Jennings is here and Neo is not. Oh yeah, Neo. I think Ashanti should be on there too. Now we're talking. Oh baby, she got the hits. She got hit. Vocal quality. (laughs) I knew it was coming. She got auto tune. It's 2023. Let Ashanti (laughs) rock. Let her in. You know what? I'm not going to lie to you, though. I have seen Ashanti live. And when the mic is on, like, she's singing her songs. Like, she's not expected to sing, you know, to belt anything. But she sings her songs. Mm -hmm. She does. Let me throw another name out there that we haven't said. Fantasia. Oh. 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 Definitely on the plateau. When we get back, we're going to talk about the Valley and the Swamp right here at the Amanda Seals Show on a group chat Thursday. The Amanda Seals Show. We up, we up, we up. Welcome back, y'all. This is the Amanda Seals Show. I am Amanda Seals, and we are in the thick of a very serious and deep discussion on where we're ranking R&B artists. Mario said that he should be on the R&B Mount Rushmore. We said... Absolutely not. And ousted him like Kevin McCarthy from the House of Representatives speaker position. Okay. (laughs) But what we have done is we have said there's other positions to be in. All right. Don't everybody got to be on the mountain. You could be on the hill, the plateau, the valley. Now, we done talked about the mountain, the hill, and the plateau. So if you missed that, you can check it out wherever you get your podcast. But we're going to talk about the valley and the swamp. Mm. Okay. Mm -mm Okay. Who's in the valley? Now, when we consider the valley, do we consider the valley like still a place of prominence or are we just like we're we're down? We're, we're, we're going down. Oh, man. <laughs> <laughs> we holding on. We holding on. Like, you know what? So we, it's, it could be that you were once on that hill and you just took, a, you took one wrong step and now you're down. You, you slid down. You slid. You slid. But you can always come I back definitely up. saw. I definitely saw a picture of Fetty Wap in prison the other day. Um, 
Is he in prison? So the slide is real. Yeah, he was. Tory Lanez would have been on here. Uh, yeah, but would he though? I don't know. I mean, you know, in certain ages and perspectives, like DJ Supreme pointed out, may have put Tory Lanez up here. Doesn't he sing? Yeah, Tory Lanez sings. That's how he came he out. He was singing. Yeah, I don't know if he's singing. That <laughs> first one he had a was a straight R&B song. Yeah. Does Drake make it onto any of this? Mm, no, that's a good question because he's definitely an R and B. He sings. He no, he's he a talks rapper. Yeah, he don't. <laughs> they hating on it. They don't like. Hey, it. There they we go. The plateau <laughs> or the mountain. We could be on the next album. <laughs> that's it right there. Uh, all right. Well, who's in the valley? We right now we got Jacques. Mm-hmm. I agree. The I agree. R&B. We also have Ray J. Ain't that Brandy's brother? <laughs> After wow. what after what Ray J pulled at that versus with that just baby, just about to say that, just about to say that it was the baby that infringed upon my vocal cords capabilities. How you blame your child? Now I see y'all put Omarion on here, but I can't get with that. I can't. You get don't with think that. so? Okay. No. I mean, I don't think that he's necessarily like on the others, but I feel like putting Omarion in the valley is not fair. Would you put only- Trey songs in the valley? Definitely, I would put your okay. songs in the valley. Yeah, I would put your songs in the valley. Do we have any women that we would put in the valley? Mm, I was no. trying to think. I feel like the, the women be on it. I feel like women I, been I, solid in R and B for a minute. Yeah, yeah. I feel like yeah, I the gatekeepers of uh, women R and B don't be playing. <laughs> if you can't say right, you're not getting up. That well, up. yeah. What about a like a like the scissor sound? I like scissor though, I but knew the sound. We're gonna say it. <laughs> See, but uh, to me, guess, SZA is like a style. Yes, like I don't even feel like it's R and B. I just feel like it's a like she, you know, she's creative. She's created like her own kind of mm-hmm. niche. Yeah, I feel like her and Summer Walker are the same type. It's about the same thing. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I also think that they're kind of still new. Mm-hmm. Um, That's true. And so they're still developing because if we're going to talk about SZA, we have to talk about her, right? Yeah, and right. Her is a beast. So yeah, she's definitely not in the back. And then other people like Masego. You know what I'm saying? Like there's just mm-hmm. there's other folks that I feel like are unique and still coming up. And we'll get to those. But first I right, we gotta wrap this up with who's in the swamp. Oh okay. swamp. Ooh. Who's in the swamp? But we're gonna start with Fergie singing the national anthem <laughs> at that NBA game. Okay. Yeah, that was terrible. Oh, sad. Can you sing? <laughs> okay. Now, y'all put Millie Vanilli, but let me just tell you, I am in the process of recording a backstory on Millie Vanilli, and let me tell you, they were su- they were the subject of some racist BS, and it is really unfair. Wow how history has treated them. And I hope yeah. with this podcast that I will be able to like bring some peace to the to the, to the soul of, of Rob because mm-hmm. one of them committed suicide off of this. Yeah, I was going to mm-hmm. ask you that. Didn't one of them yeah, take yeah. his life? Yeah. He took his yeah. life off of this. But again, we, it's another example of racism rearing his head. Back in the day, like you can't, you can't take it away from him. We were jabbing off of Millie Vanilli. I'm in love, girl. Now, the story came out. <laughs> Girl, you know, we was jamming off of Millie Vanilli. Blame it on the rain. Yeah, yeah. Like, we're still blaming it on the rain. Yeah. Right. All right. Well, when we get back, we're going to talk about, like, who are the contenders that could make it up to that list? And I know that these are some folks y'all are really listening to, so we'll get into it when we get back to the Amanda Seal Show. The Amanda Seal Show. We up, we up, we up. McDonald's is not new to chicken. So maybe stop questioning that chicken cred and get your hands on the McCrispy. Juicy fried chicken, buttery bun, unmatched pickle to chicken ratio. Yeah, they know what they're doing. In fact, we can honestly say they're not new to chicken. They're true to chicken. The McCrispy. Only at McDonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Happy group chat Thursday. It's the Amanda Seals Show. I'm Amanda Seals here with the Amanda Seals Show squad. And we have been chopping it up about who are really like the R&B greats down to who Mm. is next. Who are the new R&B artists that maybe not like haven't carved enough of a niche to make it up there yet, but Mm. that we still feel like got something with them that they could one day end up there. 
I think her. I, definitely. That's just, I mean, definitely she's, Hands down. Yeah, I feel like she is just incredible and is just getting started. I'm going to say Chloe and Halle separately and together. Definitely. More so together. I like them together. together. <laughs> Definitely together. Because um, yeah. I think their music together, obviously they have vocal talent that's un- unquestionable. Um, then Chloe being a producer. It's just like, that's like they bring mm-hmm. something new and fresh to R&B that we don't necessarily hear in the mainstream, which I really do like. Okay, I have one, but he's so new. I don't know if he makes it yet, but because October of- London. <laughs> I thought you was going to say your cousin or somebody, but yeah, oh, October no. London is the truth. <laughs> are y'all up on, Amanda, are you up on October London? I am not. Oh, dope, you gotta dope. get Check them out. Dope, dope. October London. Okay, I'm going to look into it. I was going to say the same thing too. You beat me to it, CJ. Yeah, he, uh, Marvin Gaye lives on the inside of him. Mm, I like Bryson Tiller as well. I feel like Bryson and Sizz are kind of similar. Like they have like a, they're a style versus like, their R&B vocal, vocal powerhouses. Yeah. <laughs> I do like Lucky Day. Lucky, Lucky Day is Lucky dope. Day is good. I just love Lucky Day's story at that. Like the fact that he was on American Idol years ago and then like right. rebranded himself 17 years later as Lucky Day and now it's like a lucky year. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I think the good thing though is that we're now naming like a bunch of folks that we feel like have talent to like take us into like another era Whereas mm-hmm. on the hip hop side of things, all we've been hearing for the past couple of weeks is like, it's down, we down bad, everything right. is failing, it's 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 wilting in front of our eyes. Mm-hmm. Um, and I feel like a lot of us felt like that about R&B, like is R&B dead? But what I do want to hear from R&B moving forward is I need to hear more singing again. Yes, yeah, definitely. A belt. And song format. So hopefully all of this will come back around. But I appreciate y'all adding your insight and your input right here. Y'all, I know you have thoughts. So hit us up, 1-855-AMANDA-8. That's 1-855-262-6328. It's a Group Jet Thursday at the Amanda Seal Show. The Amanda Seal Show. We up, we up, we up. We ain't nobody's fool. No. We shaking up the been a tough week it's been a tough week so i hope everybody's drinking a lot of water and trying their best to get sleep mm-hmm. um because i think sometimes we tell ourselves when like uh, when like the world is in mayhem we're like oh, i have to take breaks i have to take breaks and it's like yeah that's kind of a privileged type of mindset around it too it's like i feel mm-hmm. like you have to be conscious of like what's happening but stay with your foot on the ass um mm-hmm. but in order to do that you also have to take care of yourself Um, And I don't necessarily think completely disconnecting is always the way to do that because that can also play with your mind too. So just drink a lot of water and get some sleep and wake up and stay up. All right. Got it. Now we got the word of the day. I love this word. Um, And it is a very important word considering the context of where we are in the world right now. The word is omnipotent. It's an adjective. I know that one. It's all knowing, no? To know that is everything. Yeah. Is that what you were going to say? Supreme. We'll say everlasting, all knowing, all of that stuff. It's a formal word describing someone or something as having complete or unlimited power, all powerful, almighty. So some would say that God is omnipotent. Right. Um, I would say that I've dated men who think that they are omnipotent. <laughs> peace, peace, peace. Oh, wow. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, and they base that on being not impotent. So because their <laughs> penis works, they think they know everything. It's fascinating. Uh, <laughs> I see what you did there. <laughs> you see what I did there? Yeah, that's 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 a girl who got it almost perfect on the SAT verbal. That's what you got. All right. All right. Coming up this hour, we got I be knowing. We're going to talk about how niceness and truth and spirituality all come together. I saw a video that really just resonated with me and I want to share my thoughts with y'all. We're going to take more calls. Plus we have 60 second headlines. So don't go anywhere. We'd love to hear from you. 1-855-AMANDA-8. That's 1-855-262-6328. So make sure you hit me up. All right, we'll be right back. Don't go anywhere. Welcome back, y'all. This is the Amanda Seals Show. It's your girl, Amanda Seals. And y'all know what's time it is. It's time for I Be Knowing. 
So I watched this video on Instagram that really was interesting to me. Uh, it was this, a woman who was a yogi and she was talking about how like niceness at the end of the day is like, of course, if you can access niceness and you can be harmonious, then like by all means do it. But she was saying that niceness is not what's going to get you to a higher spiritual elevation. It's not going to get you to a higher vibration. Truth is. And I thought that was really fascinating because we are in a time right now where like the world is like continuously like opening up. It's expanding, it's expanding and expanding. And some have said that we are actually in like a spiritual awakening that we're like in the beginning phase of it, that we who are physically in our bodies right now are not going to see the actual, like the benefits of, but that we are like leaning into because the world is changing in the fact that people are now able to see more truth than they've ever been able to. They're able to be more connected than they've ever been able to. And so what happens though, is that when you get access to that type of truth, there's going to be people who are not accessing that truth. And then when you call it out, it is not considered nice. And then people will make you feel bad about telling the truth. And it can definitely be a quandary for a lot of us, right? We're just like, dang, like maybe it was better when I just wasn't saying anything and people like were, were, you know, being nice and sweet and everything. But what we understand though, is that if the contingency upon which they were nice to you was them and you pretending, then were they really nice with you? Was it really real? Not really. And for me, like that's what I want to live in. I want to live in the real because I feel like that is going to be the true, it's, that's like the truest way for me to experience like this human experience. So what, now what we're watching people deal with is how do I express truth in a way that doesn't come back on me? And the reality is that sometimes it will come back on you. And it can be as banal as like a DM or some people are even having their livelihood challenged. I mean, all of these things are, are very real realities when we are challenging power structures. But this woman's video was really interesting to me because it grounded truth in spirituality. And I think a lot of us don't necessarily do that. We, we see people on these podcasts with the, I'm living my truth or, you know, you got to live your truth, brother, you got to live your truth. But it feels more like a buzzword than an actual lifestyle, than an actual ethos. And there's very much beauty in understanding that truth as you are experiencing it is not just about you, but it's about your willingness to see things in a whole 360 view. And when you do that, you also bring in selflessness. You also bring in compassion and you bring in empathy. And when you're able to bring in all of those things, you are able to be just a, a better person. I am trying on a regular basis to do this. It is not always something I land on, but the effort is there, y'all. The effort is there. Imagine if all of us were doing this effort, how much nicer this place would be. I be knowing. We'll be right back to the Amanda Seal Show. The Amanda Seal Show. We up, we up, we up. Hey, everybody. Happy Thursday. Amanda Seals and it's a group chat Thursday, but don't think we ain't going to tell you what's going on in the world. Let's get into some 60 second headlines with Jeremiah like the Bible. All right. First up, Dwayne Keith Davis, also known as TPD, who was arrested last month in the killing of rapper Tupac, is scheduled to be arraigned today. And Jada Pinkett is set to testify. (laughs) Just kidding, y'all. JK, JK, JK. Also, Shaquille O'Neal has signed LSU star Angel Reese to the historic multi-year NIL deal as the new president of Reebok Basketball. We love that. And the last time people were wearing Reeboks was in New Orleans in Louisiana. So this makes sense. Cash Money brought back Reeboks and Jabos. That was the time. Also, drugstore chains like CVS, Walgreens, and Rite Aid are closing thousands of stores nationwide. Rite Aid is the third largest standalone pharmacy chain, and it recently filed for bankruptcy. I don't understand how they, what are they, how are they closing? Why are they closing? Like, I, I be in these places all the time. I mean, apparently the the closures lead to health risks, such as older adults failing to take medication. Y- you think? Mm-hmm. So I'm, I'm, I'm unclear what the cause is for this because mm-hmm. I know people are spending money at these places. They are. Also, Coach Prime, also known as Deion Sanders, will be dropping a new book. It's book season, Amanda. It's called Elevate and Dominate, 21 Ways to Win on and Off the Field. Okay, prime time, Willie Beam. And uh, the book will be released in spring of 2024. And lastly, Republican presidential candidate Will Hurd announced this week that he was suspending his campaign for a U.S. presidency. 
I don't even know who that is. So there you go. <laughs> there lies some. He also announced his uh, endorsement of former South Carolina government Nimrata Nimrata Haley because I refuse to call her Nikki. So again, who? Will heard? Never heard of him. We'll be right back to the Amanda Seal Show. Keep it locked. The Amanda Seal Show. We up, we up, we up. Hey, y'all, it's the Amanda Seal Show. I'm Amanda Seals here, and it is Group Chat Thursday, and we got time to take one more call before we get on out of here in a little bit, all right? Who's on the line? So I was just listening, um, and you guys said who should be on the Mount Rushmore, and y'all yes. did not mention Kim uh, for the R&B Mount Rushmore Kim. Um, share my life. Uh, dang, I forgot his only song. And but that is why. Yeah, Kim is definitely should definitely be on there. <laughs> Come on, Shotty. <laughs> Not taking anything away from Kim, but you didn't really do the best representation. <laughs> Oh, Shotty. <laughs> she said, Dang, "Damn, I forgot, I forgot his one song." <laughs> <laughs> but she's passionate and she's laughing. She's but let me tell you, there's like a, there's like a, um, there might be like a Mount Rushmore, but then there's like a, there's like a, a satellite mountain. You know what I'm Ooh, saying? Like, okay. there's like a, like okay. a, 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 an auxiliary mountain that we forgot. Mm-hmm. You know, with like the underground <laughs> cats. You know, like Cam and like mm-hmm. Kenny Lattimore, like Eric Benet, yeah. Raphael Music Soul Child. Music Soul Child, Raphael Sadiq, um, Raphael Anthony Hamilton, um, Ra- uh, Raheem Devon, you yeah. know, like it's the Neo Soul Mountain. <laughs> there you go. Yeah. But then the Neo Soul Mountain wouldn't be a mountain, right? Like it would be a waterfall or something. Like it would be yes. very, like <laughs> natural Neo Soul Fountain. <laughs> Yes, something natural and majestic. All right, we'll be right back, y'all. Don't go anywhere. It's the Amanda Seal Show. Show. We up, we up, we up. All right, we heading out of here, y'all. Hope everybody had a great day with us. Uh, We had a great day with y'all. Such great, uh, you know, I just really love that we are getting the opportunity to share with y'all such a variance of information, right? You're going to hear some hard news. You're going to hear some good news. You're going to hear some pop culture. You're going to hear some black culture, all the above. So if you haven't told a friend to check in on the Amanda Seal Show, then you need to help spread the word, y'all. Tell folks that they can get it wherever they get their podcasts. Uh, Today, we talked about... What we have learned uh, about the genocide happening in Palestine, we have our group chat topic of the week. So folks called in and told us our their perm stories, man. We love hearing that. Sisters, we got to look ourselves in the mirror and say, I love myself. I love my hair. We also had a time breaking down the R&B Mount Rushmore from the mountain to the hills to the valleys and the swamps. I hit you with my I be knowing. And I talked about just like how niceness and truth don't necessarily go hand in hand, but how truth does take you to a higher vibration. So you got to check that out. Jeremiah told us his most likely to is Ice Spice. Ice Spice, the lyricist. And we gave you the six second headlines. We did all of that. And if you missed any of it, you can check it out wherever you get your podcasts. Okay. You can also check out my other podcast, Small Doses. This week's episode is a replay of my Palestine episode that I did with my sister, whose mother is Palestinian, uh, Side Effects of Palestine. So make sure you check that out and get get uh, get knowledge up, you know, get educated. All right. Now, coming up on Friday's show, it's a fun Friday, a feel good Friday, a black joy Friday. We got Mary J. Blige spreading black joy. So is Joey Badass. I'll also share some things I learned this week, plus the public seals announcement. And we're going to be celebrating 50 years of hip hop with the black spin. So we'll talk about sampling. Picky, picky, picky. All that and more on Friday, right here at the Amanda Seals Show. Remember, we are each other's business. When we look out for each other, we lift each other up. The Amanda Seals Show. We up, we up, we up.